0: Women's Health Australia. This is our new in-between uninterrupted episode called The Drop-In, where we say hey and chat about something that's going on in your world. I'm Deputy Editor and Whiskey and Chip lover, Lisa Gebilaggin. So one thing we have noticed that's going on with many of you, because it's going on with our team as well, is that while everything else is in lockdown, our appetites are definitely not. One of our most popular Insta posts recently is this one of a socially isolated day on a plate. 7 a.m. coffee, 8 a.m. pre-breakfast snack, 9 a.m. breakfast, 10 a.m. post-breakfast snack, 11 a.m. brunch, and that's just the morning. I would have been very curious to find out what the ISO meal of choice is for the 2,740 of you who liked that post, but instead, I asked the women's health team to leave me a message about what they can't stop eating at the moment.
1: I'm sitting at my dining room table, which is now my office desk, and I've just eaten a packet of Tim Tans and it's 3pm and I'm still hungry and I keep going to the fridge and I don't know what to do. I'm going mad. Please help. Oh, howdy. Just caught here calling from isolation land. I've pretty much have only gotten into eating major snacks and drinking all the wine because it feels like I'm in an airport, which means there is no time zone. Hi, it's Penny here and I'm calling to confess my undying love for salt and vinegar chips, which is now out of control. I don't usually have snacks like this in the house, but we've been stocking up because uh, panic buying and so I bought an enormous party-sized bag of salt and vinegar chips and now I am addicted and I can't stop eating them ravenously at my desk.
0: Hi, Harriet here. I've resorted to eating Weedabix three times a day because breakfast food is a social construct, right? Hi, it's Cass. I am um, pretending I'm on a Zoom call in my bedroom and have locked the door but
1: really I'm in here with a block of Cadbury because I'm sick of sharing with my kids. It's Erin here. I can't stop eating Whitaker's coconut slabs. I feel like an 80-year-old man. Hey, Lisa. It's Lucy here. I can't stop eating peanut butter. I panicked brought two kilos and I'm already halfway through the tub, but I will say that peanut butter and apple is an unbeatable combination.
0: Yum. For me, it's not so much food, but a nightly post-work drink or two or three, either a dry red or a whiskey on ice. It definitely doesn't help that my desk sits right in front of a shelf where our whiskey decanter sits. So what is going on here? The great thing about working at Women's Health is we have an amazing bunch of experts who we can call. Let me grab one now. So on the phone, I've got Chloe McLeod. She's an accredited practicing dietitian. Chloe, tell me why is it that we have become so hungry in isolation? So it's a really good question, Lisa. Most of us are not used to
1: working from the home office office each and every day. So instead of having to get up and make your way into work and be at work by a certain time each day, Instead, you're working from home and your commute is now walking from your bed to your desk, um, if you're lucky enough to have one, or it might even be walking to the kitchen table. So because we're totally out of routine, this can sort of throw a lot of our usual healthy habits out of routine as well and make it easier to say yes to heading to the, the fridge or the cupboard for that extra snack, regardless of how big your house is the fridge is really not very far away when you're working from home. So particularly if you're um, somebody who doesn't have a study and maybe you've set yourself up on the kitchen table, the fridge is right there. So it makes it really easy to go, hmm, I might just grab a little bit of a few times across the day. Yeah, a
0: little too easy. <laughs>
1: exactly right. Um, so I think because it may, it's just so easy to say yes um, and some of I think part of that could – Part of what creeps into that is maybe feeling a little bit bored because you're not in a usual environment with all the people around you, or maybe you're feeling a little bit tired because you know you're just out of routine and life's a bit stressful. So again, those things can actually feed into that convenience factor and make it easy to, to say yes when you're not when you're not necessarily actually hungry. So the way a lot of people will manage that stress is through emotional eating. And It's all fun and games to joke about, you know, I've emptied out my pantry already. But when we're eating because we're feeling sad and scared and out of control of what's going on in our lives, that um, speaks volumes to what's going on for people. And it's something which is actually a bigger problem that is something which we um, don't really joke quite so much about.
0: And I think like from a personal experience, um, for me, it's not so much emotional eating, but emotional drinking. And then at the end of the day, having that glass or two of wine or whiskey, you know, it's become a habit. And then once it's a habit, it makes that
1: even harder to break, right?
0: Exactly. So, what I'm really curious about is how do we make sure that we are still satisfying that need for comfort, especially in this crazy, crazy time, but then still be healthy? Yeah,
1: exactly. And I think you've hit the nail on the head. Is we still need to make sure that we're taking really great care of ourselves. Um, and there's a few key strategies that I'd love to suggest to help people with that.
0: That would be awesome because we definitely need that advice. I do. (laughs) Well, I think um, you're not alone there, Lisa. I
1: think, you know, people all across the country and all across the world are really feeling it at the moment. And, um, you know, when there's been such a significant change so quickly as well, um, it can be challenging to manage. So number one would be getting back into a routine. So I know we've just been saying that there's not a lot of consistency going on, but if you can create some routine or some structure in your day, this will really help with redeveloping some healthy habits. So setting your alarm for a consistent time each day, getting up and if it's safe for you to and you're allowed to, going outside for a walk or a run or doing a workout in your lounge room. And after that, you know, still having your set time that you start work for the day and sitting down, starting work and getting set up for the day. And I think part of that structure needs to be your meals as well. So setting times in the day when you would usually be eating and so continuing that. So if you usually ate your lunch at 12.30, then schedule that in and eat your lunch at 12.30. And rather than sitting at your desk and eating, because otherwise you're probably not going to get up from your desk all day, get up, move away and find somewhere else in your house um, or in your apartment that you are able to eat your lunch, whether that hopefully that's like the dining table or somewhere outside, um, but somewhere away from your workstation. Then um, I think as well, if possible, working away from your kitchen because that just removes that temptation, you know, regardless of if it's you're feeling stressed because of the work that you're trying to get done or if maybe it's that um, you're working on something and everything's going a little bit pear-shaped, like, you know, like a normal workday, sometimes things go a bit pear-shaped. Instead, of, you know, manage that stress of, you um, a day, normal day-to-day work day um, in a way that you would usually manage it when you're in the office. So maybe that's jumping on a quick call with a colleague or getting up and moving away from your desk, giving yourself a five-minute break so that you can um, reset and regroup. So um, the next one, um, it might sound really simple, but drink water. Being well hydrated means that you will be able to concentrate better so you'll be less fatigued. All of your body systems run better from um, – but like particularly including your digestive system as well. So it helps with moving the food that you've eaten through. So it helps to keep you more regular as well. On top of that though, when you're dehydrated, it actually makes it easier for you to make poor food choices. So sometimes when you get a bit dehydrated, your brain can get mixed up and you can start to think that you're a bit hungry. So instead of having that glass of water you need, your brain's going, oh, I need something. Maybe I'll have a piece of toast with some extra thick peanut butter because I am really hungry and, you know, I have been working hard today. No, take a pause, have a big glass of water first. If you're still feeling hungry 20 minutes later, then maybe you actually are hungry. And then the final tip is I like to call it the apple test. So, when you're sitting there going, oh, maybe I'd like to grab a snack. And if you're filing through the things in your mind of the different things that are in the fridge and in the pantry that you could have, and you're not really sure what you'd like to have, then ask yourself, do I want to have an apple? And if you think an apple or some other piece of fruit is going to tick the box for you, and great, I'm going to enjoy that. It's going to be wonderful. Great. Go ahead, eat your piece of fruit. However, if you you go, oh, I don't really want that, but I'm still not sure what I want. Maybe I think I'd like some some chocolate or some other snack that you can whip up from what's in the fridge. Maybe it's actually not physical hunger. Maybe it's more that psychological, emotional eating that's coming to play. So I think the Apple test is a really good way to help you check yourself to go, am I actually needing food or is it something else that's going on? All right. Well, thank you so much, Chloe. Such a pleasure and so glad to to be on and be able to help out with this.
0: Okay. To recap, we'll try adding more structure to our day. When shit goes down at work, we'll call the work wife, we'll drink more water, and we'll do the apple test to find out if it's physical or emotional hunger we're trying to satisfy. And if it is the latter, don't give yourself a hard time if you need an occasional food hug in the form of some chocolate because life is a lot at the moment. But if anyone listening needs help with anxiety or depression, hit up beyondblue.org.au or find a health expert offering online consultations. That's it from us at Women's Health Australia. Stay healthy and we'll see you next time.